The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Boy, did I love the movie Unbroken. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. There's a new movie in theaters September 14th called Unbroken Path to Redemption. It's the rest of the true story of Louis Zamperini, an Olympic runner and later prisoner of war hero in World War II. It's his life after war. It compassionately shows how he worked through his demons and his anger, and more importantly, found peace with God. Unbroken Path to Redemption is especially timely and is in theaters September 14th. Check out unbrokenfilm.com, unbrokenfilm.com. Hey, joining us now, David Bowell, Hollywood, Hollywood Insider, as it's read on, written for me by Chris and nope. Mordecai. <laughs> Sorry. Mordecai. This is all Mordecai. Hey, David. How you What's doing, up? buddy? Good morning, Doc and Chris. Would you say you're a Hollywood Insider? I... Uh, Debatable. <laughs> Perhaps, yes. So, uh, apparently, you um, are being or was sued by a significant star in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And I had experiences with this gentleman um, on a few occasions. Are we at liberty to say who this top gun of Hollywood is, this <laughs> major figure? Yeah, I- are we... I think it's a little impossible for for us. You think to come it's up. impossible? For us I think to it's say impossible like for this? him to say that. Hmm. I have no issues with revealing who this person. Uh, it's not a Jack Reacher for you to. <laughs> I think it's a little a uh, little risky. The risky yeah, business yeah. to do I, I that. Think he, I think you got a little risky business going on here. But uh, <laughs> wow, Tom Cruise sued you for what reason? Well, yeah. Uh, well, it goes back a little bit. I mean, I, I worked with Tom, Tom Cruise on Mission Impossible, and at that time, that's an odd story if you want to talk about that. But <laughs> uh, after that, I already had my misconceptions about working with him. And, and you know, i got to say that some people say it's great to work with him, but my experience is, is a little different. So I have a company, and we're awarded all of the animation for The Matrix. We are uh, at Santa Monica Airport. We rent a hangar so that uh, uh, Master Wu Pang's team, who were the, uh, uh, the, the Shaolin monks who did all the, the, uh, the stunts, oh, yeah. uh, could rehearse. And then the cast came in, you know, as well, and we were doing all the motion capture with them. But this was Christmas Day... Uh, 2000, Christmas Day 2000, literally myself and we were going to be working on the 26th. There's only three people at the airport, myself and two of my employees. And, uh, you know, we have the hangar doors open and we're, we're setting up some things. And outside the hangar door, there's Tom Cruise pulls out one of his World War II uh, fighter planes uh, with Nicole Kidman and their new baby. And, uh, you know, uh, we think nothing of it. We take a look. Hey, there's Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman. Great. Okay, let's keep working. Um, the week after that, a picture of the first picture of their baby. Uh, I believe its name is Siri. I don't really care, but uh, uh, Siri, something like that. Anyway, um this shows up in in the National Enquirer and and other you know rags and oh no uh, did they yeah, did so, they claim that you were responsible? Well, not only did they claim I was responsible, but they showed up at my office 
and started depositions before, you know, I mean, I had a reasonably large company at the time before I was even aware. And they had, they had deposed uh, two of my, the two employees that I had. And then next was my deposition. And that's where. Did you, did, real quick, did you know that your, your employees were being deposed? I had no, no okay, idea. I'd be pissed about that, first of all, but okay. Well, yeah, yeah, let, let's start there. Yeah. So, so, so I'm, I'm in a room, so they say, it's time for your deposition. I'm like, deposition for what? <laughs> well, Tom Cruise is suing you. I'm oh. like, for what? For taking a picture of his, you know, he thinks you took a picture of the baby and put it, you know, sold it, you know, to the, to the, whatever, gossip. Yeah. Magazines, whatever you call them. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they're like, it's time for your deposition. And I'm like, I don't have time for a deposition. Well, and, and at that time, I had a big enough co- a company that I had a, a lawyer on staff in office. And she said, uh, you know, you, you should really do this. So I'm like, okay, I'll drop everything I'm doing. I go into a room. There are uh, four lawyers on uh, one side of the room, I'm sitting on the other side of the room. They start asking questions, and they're like, "Well, where were you on uh, December 25th?" And I'm like, <laughs> "And uh, my response was, you know, I think Tom Cruise is probably one of the worst actors I've ever seen in my, oh my life." Oh my gosh, hilarious, hilarious! And they said, uh, "Sir, could you could you please stick to the question and answer the question?" I said, "I am answering the question," you know. Um, I think he's really, really short. He's probably inefficient in bed, and um, you know. And they kept asking questions. I kept saying, you know, I, I you know, real, real quick, guy, um, Chris. Who does this sound like? Is this that, that sounds like us. Yeah, this is exactly. This is exactly what what if, so if we this. if we were sued yeah. by Tom Cruise, we'd be doing the exact same thing. Yeah. So I get it. I get what you're doing there. Yeah. He, he's he's pissed me off in the past, and so, and and I literally I'm I'm not trying to make a, a mockery of well I'm kind of trying to make a mockery of it, right. but I'm telling the truth. I mean I think he's a I, he's gotten better over the years. Like I can he's palatable now, but uh, at that time I I just literally laid it on the line, and and I'm being really kind in the words I'm telling you guys. Sure, my language was not what it what I'm I'm saying. You know, I was saying he's inadequate in bed, but I used other terminology, you know, and, uh, you know, just those kinds of terms. And anyway, uh, they walked, uh, the, the, the deposition lasted about, mm, I, gee, I, I'd be surprised if it was 10 minutes. Uh, they spoke to my attorney, they walked out the door, dropped the lawsuit, never saw him again. Wow. <clears throat> That's that's just amazing. To heart. I always hate these celebrities that uh, that act that way. I mean, I get their privacy and I respect all that, but a lot of times this comes down to ego, though. I think. Well, again, I I've had uh, a, a few experiences with Tom Cruise, and yeah, he's a real piece of work. Yeah, I mean, and I understand that some of that happens. We see this over the years from a lot of uh, musicians and that the fame just, it, it just becomes this weird drug. And the one example I always use, one of the best ones is Whitney Houston. She was this nice girl next door, just everybody adored her. And by the end, I mean, she was just awful. 
you know, arrogant and demanding and just kind of crazy, kind of believe it. So what are you working on now? Do you still have your special effects company? Uh, no, no. Um, sold that and uh, I went to work in New Zealand and supervised Lord of the Rings animation. Uh, went to work on Avatar, The Hobbit. And now I, uh, well, my last job was a senior software engineer at Sony Electronics. Now, I'm all self-taught. I mean, I was in a rock and roll band in the 80s, and we made several records for BMG uh, and toured. It was an MTV band, you know. I'd rather not go into that. We can go into that sometime if you like. But uh, anyway, so I'm all self-taught. I've just been extremely fortunate, and uh, I left Sony, and I've been working... uh, uh, my company works on uh, new technologies for online entertainment and is associated with uh, other technologies that uh, that will literally change people's lives, not only in entertainment, but everybody, people don't realize how much their lives are going to change in the next five years uh, and we can talk about that if you like. Yeah, it, 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 I think a lot of us, I mean, we we hear things like that and we see little bits of technology. And I think we we know some of the stuff when you talk about AI or, um, you know, automated cars, things like this. Is it is it that significant and is it coming that quickly? Yes. And and faster and more astounding than than science fiction has ever predicted. Can you give us anything we haven't thought about? Anything that, um, you know, like you said, we hear certain things, but in an area where we'd go, wow, I hadn't really considered that and how that will disrupt. Uh, well, short of, short of uh, breaking an NDA, I can tell you about a company called Magic Leap. Okay. Uh, now, I don't know if you gentlemen are familiar with Magic Leap at all. No. Mm-mm. Okay, so... Do you know what uh, Oculus is? The three any three D technology now. You've got lens, you've got uh, screens in front of your eyes, mm-hmm. and an inch away. It's very un, un, an unnatural way of looking at three dimensions. It's it's a it's fake. It's it's really it's semi immersive. Well, uh, Magic Leap has uh, approximately two point six billion dollars of. Um, of investment from Google, Qualcomm, and other companies, and uh, they they don't even have a product yet, and they're not ever going to go public, according to Google, because Google owns the majority of the stock. Uh, but Romy, who's the owner, uh, owns a little bit more. But anyway. Uh, my, one of my good friends, Richard Taylor, who is Peter Jackson's partner and founder in Weta in New Zealand, uh, they he was the first member of the board of Magic Leap, and this is this is what he told me six years ago. Now is and he doesn't make broad, you know broad statements and random statements. He said this technology will change the world as much as radio, the invention of radio did. Wow. And that really kind of freaked me out until I got to get on one of the prototypes and checked it out for myself. What this does is it has projectors in the, the, uh, the headset that look like eyeglasses. We're not talking about you know, these big, bulky headsets. We're right. talking about seven ounces. We're talking about microscopic projectors 
in the headsets, in, in the eye, we'll call them eyeglasses, they call them headsets, yes. and it projects natural light onto the retina of the eye so that AR is completely uh, realistic. So it's, it's really beaming it into your eye, I mean, right? It's not you looking out at something, it's, it's coming to you. Well, not only is it beaming in, into your eye, but it's natural light. So what they're, oh. they're dealing with is natural light frequency, frequencies. And the way that it renders, the way that it's, it, the image is created is from the perspective of light reflecting off an object, not the way that you play video games and see movies today. So in, in my first uh, you know, demonstration of this technology, they put fire into my hands. And even though there was no fire in my hands, uh, I started screaming because my hands were burning. Your brain cannot tell the difference. Oh, and wow. They have, That's... And they have fantastic tracking technology that I live on an avocado farm in the, the mountains of Ojai, uh, California. And I could literally walk outside right now with one of their demos and between the avocado trees, I could see di- I could see dinosaurs running. And wherever I turned my head, they would be occluded by the trees. I could walk into Jurassic Park. So, so really, we're at a place where some of the technology that we've known in the past, or some of the technologies, are finally able to come together and work together, as well as advancing the quality of those. It's kind of the one-two punch. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I've worked with Ray Kurzweil in the past also in, yeah. in 2000 and between AI and video games and uh, a friend of mine, Andy Serkis, who played Gollum in Lord of the Rings, um, he just announced uh, this week or actually yesterday that uh, he has a, 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 a partnership with Magic Leap. The development kits just came out August 8th uh, of this year, so one month ago. Uh, and it's this pretty it. amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, just think about all the implications. Why would you ever leave your house if you... And I can tell you something else about these headsets, is we're talking microscopic projectors, not necessarily one per eye, <clears throat> because they're literally... You have to look through a microscope to see the prisms that the light's reflecting through. That's the, the we're talking Star Trek technology here. Yeah, well, and, and at least the the concept it's not obviously the same process or whatever, and we're fiction, but in um, um, a, re, a Total Recall, where the idea of the first movie was okay, you can't afford to go and actually do all these things, mm-hmm. but with this technology, everybody will be able to to do these things or have those experiences. It's exactly that. Wow. David, this is awesome stuff. Thank you so much for your insight and sharing this stuff. I'd love to talk to you again in the future about some of this stuff, uh, whatever you're able to share, okay? Okay. All right. My pleasure. Uh, Could I possibly mention my website about... Yes, please do. Take a look. It's uh, thirdbrain.net, 3rdbrain.net, and we're looking for beta testers. So we are going to release a product next year, and you can read all about it. so, yeah, and um, as, as you move, we'll, we'll help you promote whatever you need, too. So keep us posted on that. And we'll, we'll uh, tweet out and post on Facebook the, uh, the links to it. Well, I watch you guys every night. Oh, I mean, literally. You, I don't go to bed till 5 a.m. I work. <laughs> I, 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 you know. 
All right, buddy. Thanks so much. I appreciate you joining us. Have a great day, okay? All right, you guys have a great day. All right, sounds awesome. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. If you hear yourself saying, feels pretty good to see somebody rub their nose in it, you may be addicted to outrage. We've expressed our outrage at everyone and everything that is different. Every thumbs up is like a dopamine surge and every retweet is a serotonin hit. In my new book, Addicted to Outrage, we bring clarity to this addiction. If enough of us can just drop our anger and outrage, we might just stand a chance to heal ourselves. Addicted to Outrage by Glenn Beck. Pre-order now at glennbeck.com slash addicted to outrage. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.